Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too late late to fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is episode 56, and this is going to be a podcast that we get asked about, especially you, very, very frequently, is how do I get started with exercise? So in this episode, we're going to be talking about getting started with exercise. And I know we've shared before how I specifically got started with exercise and what worked for me. But in this one, I just really want to get down to the basics, general and what my kind of tips are for someone who may be starting an exercise or fitness routine, who maybe hasn't done exercise or movement in a while, and what I would recommend to you. So I think the very first thing is before you start any exercise routine or plan or make any changes to your lifestyle diet is really consulting your doctor because I'm not a health professional. Kevin's not a health professional. And so what we're sharing here is just from my own personal experience going through this, starting exercise at 500 pounds and kind of what I learned along my journey and along the way that I want to share with you, but I'm not a doctor. So I definitely recommend before you do anything to consult with your own physician to make sure what you're doing is right for you. But to start, I kind of think the, and I know this is probably not what you want to hear because it's not, I mean, news breaking at all. But getting started is the hardest part in anything in life. It's that starting point is so hard because I feel like it's so easy to say, I'll wait for Monday. I'll wait till after the holidays. Oh, I'm busy at work. Oh, this week is really crazy with my work schedule. Oh, I hurt my foot. I can't do it. Which not calling anyone out or saying that life doesn't get busy and things are hard and our schedules are crazy. But I feel like a lot of the times we wait for the conditions to be quote unquote perfect And in reality is you just have to start. I think the reality is those are excuses and there's somewhere that you can find 10, 15, 20 minutes a day to take for yourself and make the time to exercise. Exactly. And I think the best way to get started is to just get moving, which could mean parking farther at the grocery store, could be taking the stairs, could be all these other things to just get your body moving If you have a desk job, it's being aware of standing up more or making more, you know, an effort to get moving or walking. Um, You don't have to start with a crazy gym membership, hours of cardio, lifting heavy weights. It's really important to start with where you are, with what your body's capable of doing and to just get it moving. And I think when I started I didn't ask for advice or tips or suggestions from anybody as what I should do. I didn't even look into a gym membership, even though deep down I knew eventually I did want to join a gym and have that kind of community. But when I began, I knew I just had to do something because I wasn't doing anything. And so I already had this mindset of, I mean, it's kind of works in all areas of life, Kevin would probably say, because this is kind of how I am, is kind of don't tell me what to do. I'm going to do what works for me and what I feel is best for me. And in a way, not stubborn, but it's like, especially when it comes to starting something that like exercise that you haven't done it ever, 
like, I don't care what you're going to tell me to do. I'm going to do what I feel is best for me attitude. Right. And I think too, exercise is especially one of those things that you know, what's pushing you out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and that's different for everyone. So what's pushing me out of my comfort zone is going to be totally different than what's going to push you out of your comfort zone. Right. And I think the key to having success with doing exercise specifically is being able to recognize that and push yourself out of your comfort zone right? and not falling back to, okay, it's too hard and give up on it. Right. I think exercise is one of those aspects of life where if you can't do it for yourself, it's finding the right people to surround you with who will push you out of your comfort zone, but not to the point where it's like, it's going to break you. Right. It's so key to find that medium ground where you're uncomfortable and making progress, but you're not pushing yourself so far that it's going to break you and you're going to be down and out and hurt and injured and right. all of these things. Because you can't go from zero to 100, especially when it comes to exercise. It's not something that you're going to be able to sustain. You're going to feel like you can't do it. It's going to be too hard. And then chances are you're going to quit before you even get started. And so that's why I think and... Like I said, in some areas of life, this may not be the best, but I have this attitude of I'm going to do what's best for me and I don't care what you're doing. I'm going to do what works for me. And I think that kind of mindset is so key when starting an exercise or a fitness routine is actually looking within, like Kevin said, and doing something that may challenge you or make you a little bit uncomfortable, but it's not worrying about what everyone else is doing. It's worrying about doing your best and pushing yourself a little bit more every day. So that's why I think it's so important to start with where you are and what you can do. And for me, I know I've talked about this before, but I went for a walk every day after work for five minutes. And it might not seem like a lot. It might not seem like that that's good enough or that's what I should be doing. And that's why it goes back to not worrying about what anyone else says you should or shouldn't be doing is doing what you think is best for you. And for me, my five minute walks were everything because I could barely get out of bed without getting out of breath. I could barely walk from my bed to the car without feeling like I was going to die. So these five minute walks might not have seemed like anything, but to me, they were actually everything because it was pushing me out of my comfort zone and forcing me to do something that was a little bit uncomfortable, but also not enough where I was setting myself up for failure. And I think at the same time, like you said, by setting a five-minute walk and actually doing it, you're setting yourself up for success Mm -hmm. Because you're actually keeping that promise to yourself that, okay, I'm going to go do my exercise and you actually do it and accomplish it. Mm -hmm. There's something to that. When you can do it over and over again, your body feels good. Okay, I accomplished it. Not beat yourself up because, oh, I didn't do my workout again today. Right. Well, I remember every time I finished my five-minute walk, I went and I sat on the couch, tried to catch my breath because for me, it was a lot. And I remember feeling like not once did I say, oh my gosh, it was only five minutes. What a waste of time. I remember telling myself, I'm so proud of you. You did five minutes of walking. And it was this reassurance of myself that helped build my confidence, that helped grow my self-esteem, that helped me learn how to move my body, to push myself out of my comfort zone, to get my body kind of uncomfortable and kind of get it used to moving again because I wasn't moving for so long. And it was that kind of like confidence boost I needed to say, look, you didn't think you were able to do it. And you did it and you did it day after day and you kept doing it and you kept showing up for yourself. 
And I think instead of saying, okay, let's do an hour workout where I'm not going to be able to do it physically, it's like Kevin said, it's setting yourself up for success because that's just going to keep building and that confidence and that self-esteem and that I can do this attitude. And I think a lot of my mindset, what I have now of, I feel like if I set my mind to something, I can do anything started with these five minute walks. Right. And I think too, there's something too with working out and doing your five minute walk every single day, as opposed to, okay, I'm going to walk for 45 minutes today and not walk for the next five days because Mm -hmm. I physically can't because I'm too sore. I'm too tired. I'm too whatever. And so you build that routine and that routine is going to gradually going to grow. You're going to find comfort in that uncomfortable place Mm -hmm. and you're going to be able to continue on and push yourself further and farther every single day. And that's why it goes back to you need to set yourself up for success. Make a schedule of something that actually works for you, something you know you can accomplish, something you might be able to enjoy and that you can actually stick to. If you're not going to be able to stick to an hour every day to go to the gym, that might not be the best place to start right now. Starting with something where you actually know you can accomplish it every day is actually setting yourself up for success so you can continue to make those choices every single day. Right. But I would even argue too, again, that it doesn't ha- if you're starting and you're doing a half hour, three days a week, that that's a good place to start mm-hmm. if you can maintain that. It's about what's sustainable for you. It doesn't have to be, oh, I'm going to go to the gym for an hour every single day. Oh, I'm going to go to the gym for a half hour every single day. What's maintainable for you that's mm-hmm. building on what, where you are and what you can do is is the key to success and growth there. Mm-hmm. Finding something that's sustainable and realistic that is pushing you a little bit outside of that comfort zone, but is going to be able to be something that you're going to be able to continue doing And not just, like Kevin said, 45 minutes today, but then you're not going to ever do it again. Right. I think, too, especially with exercise and and fitness, it's not about what can I do day to day that I'm going to see huge changes in. It's what can I do day to day when I look back six six months from now, where was I and where am I now? Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's difficult to think in those terms because of where we are in society, everything being such like an instant gratification type thing. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think especially when it comes to exercise and fitness, it's in it for the long haul. You have to be in it for the long haul. And it's not about those instant results. And I think this applies to weight loss as well. Mm -hmm. It's not about those instant results because, again, those quick things and quick fixes are just that. They're, They're quick and they're gone and they're fleeting and they're not sustainable. So by making it a choice and a decision that, okay, I'm going to do this for six months and see where I'm at. You're going to see changes in that amount of time if you're if right. you're consistent with it. And I think that also goes back to like actually putting in the work and the effort to actually create a fitness or exercise routine that works for you. A lot of it is mindset, like we talked about in the beginning of if you keep finding all these excuses not to do something, it's going to be easy to keep making those excuses and not do it. So not only does it have to be something that's sustainable and realistic that you're going to be able to keep up. But it has to be something that you are going to feel proud of yourself for accomplishing, not something that you're throwing yourself into something that maybe you're not ready for. And then you're going to feel like you can't do it or you're going to feel like a failure or you're going to feel like everyone else is doing it and you can't do it. And you're setting yourself up for mentally telling yourself you can't do it before you've even begun. Well, I think the other key, too, is finding something that you enjoy that's a form of exercise. Mm -hmm. I mean... 
between the two of us, the two of us don't enjoy the same exact things either. Right. Um, I think there's so many different ways and, and things to think about exercise and movement that there's something out there for everybody. Uh, me personally, to go stand and on or go walk on a treadmill and do that for an hour and 45 minutes, an hour and whatever, that is boring. Put me outside and I can walk outside? Absolutely, I'll go for it. I mean, there's boxing, there's cycling, there's so many different variety of activities that you can do. It's finding the right activity that you enjoy, that you find fun. Right. And I think if we're talking in terms of you have no idea where to start, my biggest piece of advice that I give anyone is walking. You can walk, like Kevin said, on a treadmill. You can go outside. You can walk around the block of your house. Whatever it is, if you are looking for a place to start, I highly recommend just walking. Just get moving, get your body used to moving, and then see where you go from there. Once you kind of build up that confidence, once you get your body moving, you can figure out how your body works, what it likes, what it doesn't like, and kind of what you actually then can enjoy. But if we're talking, you have no clue where to start, or even if you do and you're just like, I don't like exercise, I don't know what to do. I think walking is such an underrated form of exercise. I think a lot of times we get stuck in this. I have to do cardio. I have to lift weights. I have to go to a gym. I have to be, you know, doing at least an hour. It's not worth it. When in reality is walking, and I tell myself this when I fall into this trap, is walking is how I lost over 200 pounds. I didn't do anything else but walking. And it started as five minutes. Then it went to six minutes, then it was seven minutes, then it was eight minutes, and it continued on till I was up to a half hour. But I lost over 200 pounds without stepping foot in a gym and by walking. And there's such power in that because a lot of times, like we think that's not good enough. This isn't what anyone else is doing. I need to be doing more. When reality is, if you're consistent with it and doing your best and putting that effort in and not making excuses and quitting, you're going to see results no matter what you're choosing to do. And yes, there's different benefits to lifting weights and weight training and different forms of cardio, but I don't want you to feel like all this pressure that you have to do all of that, especially in the beginning, when maybe you haven't exercised, you maybe want to start doing it and you don't know where to start. Or even now, I still walk now. Like I'll go on a half hour walk every day just because it feels good for me. And I think that's something that I really wanted to share is the power of walking because I don't think it's talked about enough. And so kind of going back to setting yourself up for success, I think when you can do a five-minute walk, I tell everyone five minutes. If you can set aside five minutes, whether you think you can't do it, whether you have excuses and you think, wow, my day is so busy, I don't have time for exercise, Set aside five minutes. Tell yourself, you know what? I'm just going to do it for five minutes and then see how I feel. This is all the time I have. I'm doing five minutes. There's something so powerful about telling yourself, I'm just going to do five minutes. And once you're into the routine or into the workout, then you can tell yourself, you know what? I do have time. I can do maybe six minutes or seven minutes or 10 minutes or the whole workout. But just telling yourselves on the days that you don't feel like working out, let me just do this for five minutes. That is something that's powerful because it's already something that you don't want to do. You're telling yourself you don't want to do it, but pushing yourself that little bit to tell yourself you could do five minutes 
is a great place to start and to help you build that confidence and that motivation to then be able to keep going. And when I find myself not wanting to do my workout, I tell myself this too, just do five minutes. And once the timer goes off and I've done five minutes, I feel good. And I'm like, you know what? I can do this whole workout. I feel good. And it's all about starting is the hardest part, whether it's starting that workout or actually starting and making a a fitness, health, exercise routine, whatever that is, starting is the hardest part. So that's one of the tips I have for everyone is just say you're going to do it for five minutes. If five minutes is all you can do, great. You did five minutes more than you were going to. You did five minutes more than you were planning. You were going to plan on not doing anything, but you did five minutes and that's amazing. And sometimes those five minutes turn into six minutes, seven minutes, 10 minutes, the whole 30, 40, whatever minute workout. And you did the whole thing and you should feel so proud of yourself every time you do it. But what I find is really that mental switch of telling yourself, all I have to do is five minutes and see how I feel is so key to being able to have that confidence within yourself to then feel like, you know what? I did it. And not telling yourself this wasn't good enough, this wasn't enough, this wasn't what they were doing, this isn't what's going to get me to lose weight fastest. It's really that mental switch of feeling good and proud and confident in yourself that you did something to better yourself and to better your health and you took the time for you. That should be something that you're celebrating, not the amount of time, not whatever workout it is, but that you didn't want to do it. You felt you couldn't do it, but you took those five minutes for yourself and actually did it. And you should feel so proud of yourself. Right. And I think that's a big key that you just touched on right there. Whether it is exercise, as this episode is specifically about, or diet, or whatever it may be, I think the biggest key right there that you mentioned is changing that mental outlook or that mental mindset. Mindset. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you can change that mindset and kind of look at things through that positive lens or with that I can do it attitude, the world will... Mm -hmm. change for you. And I also found by having kind of this mindset of I'm going to focus on me and do what my body can do. And I know the limits of when I can push myself and when I need to rest, when I can maybe do a 45 minute intense hit cardio workout or when my body can't knowing the limitations of my own body and what it can do helped me so much when I actually did join a gym two years into my journey to be able to actually focus on myself and not what everyone else was doing, to be able to make modifications and change things up that worked for me and my body without worrying about what others will think of me, what they'll say about me, what they'll be judging. They can jump on a box. I can't even jump. All of these things, it kind of makes you not hopefully focus on that so much because you're so focused on internally what you're doing and pushing yourself and your body and actually doing your best because it doesn't matter, like I said, what someone else is doing. It matters what you're doing. And if you know you're actually doing your best and pushing yourself and going outside your comfort zone and actually just moving your body, that's the best thing that you can be doing. And I think for me, those five minute walks, they might not have seemed like anything to anyone else. But for me, it was everything because it was building my confidence. It was building my self-esteem. It was building that no quit attitude. It was building that I'm going to focus on myself and not worry about everyone else attitude. It was I'm going to focus on me and pushing myself a little bit more every day. And the five minute walks turning into six minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes, because I knew my body and my limitations and what I could do and when it was ready to kind of push myself farther. 
And so I think there's such a power in telling yourself, I have just five minutes for myself to do this and how much you can grow and learn about yourself and build up your confidence, your self-esteem and switching that mindset over to focusing on all the amazing, wonderful things your body can do instead of focusing on all the things that maybe you can't do yet. And I think that's a great place to start is just allowing yourself five minutes of walking to just get started. So like I said, you could build your confidence, you can learn how to move your body, what it feels like, and actually build that strength mentally to be able to continue to push yourself a little bit more and try new exercises, join a gym, try a new routine, and kind of step out of that comfort zone. And for me, it all started by five minutes of walking every day. My, that's why I was just going to say. It's it's crazy to think about where those five-minute walks have taken you in your exercise and fitness mm-hmm. journey and what you've pushed yourself out of that comfort zone to try and do. It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy to look back and think about, like, you started with not being able to get out of bed and walk to the car without being out mm-hmm. of breath. And I think it's crazy to think how I even got a personal trainer, how I work one-on-one with someone who's just watching me and my body move when I never would have done that at the beginning, when I have the confidence to go into a gym full of people and I can modify my workouts and not worry about what they're thinking about me. I, you know, and I remember someone saying, oh, you're not going to jump on that box. And I went, no, I'm not. But thank you for bringing it up. Like you do you, I'm going to do me. And I think that confidence and that attitude really started and formed by those five-minute walks with really focusing and dialing into what my body can do. And if I know I'm doing my best, it doesn't matter if anyone else thinks it's not enough or it's not good enough or I should be doing more. And we even had this experience with a trainer before, one of the instructors in a class who didn't really think I was doing enough, I guess, <laughs> workout wise. And he would always come over to me and be like, are you really trying your best? Are you really doing your best? Because you're not really doing a jumping jack, are you? And I would get so mad at this trainer and still, obviously, you can see I haven't fully let it go. But it was one of those situations where I finally snapped and I had to say, you know what? I've lost over 300 pounds. My body's filled with loose skin. I'm doing the best I can. And I don't need you commenting and telling me what my best is by you just looking at me. So I'd appreciate it if you focus on you, focus on the rest of the class, whatever you're doing, but please stop commenting on me and my body and telling me what I'm not doing is good enough because I know what I'm doing is good enough. And kind of for me to say that and to get to a place where I'm standing up for myself like that is not something that happens very often. But I feel like all of that, all of this growth and confidence and power within myself and my mental strength all started with these five-minute walks and building that confidence in myself, in my body, and in my ability of what I can do and kind of forgetting everyone else. And I think that is so important to any fitness exercise routine is being able to focus on you and not focused on what anyone else might think or what anyone else is doing. So if you are looking for a place to start, if you're lacking maybe some motivation, if you don't know where to get started with your own fitness exercise routine, I think the best place to get started is to just get moving, to get walking, and to challenge yourself to go for a five-minute walk. Even if you're maybe having a bad day, you're struggling with your self-confidence, your self-esteem, whatever it may be, Go for a five-minute walk, blast your favorite music, and just allow yourself to be in that moment with yourself, 
And I think that's such a powerful thing because workouts should not be punishment. They should be a celebration of all your body can do and taking care and loving your body. So start with a five minute walk and just get yourself moving. Right. And so with that, I think we'd like to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to our episode today. If you could help us out and recommend our podcast to a friend or family member who might also find value from our conversation, that would mean so much to us. If you could also take the time to rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, that would be great. And there's one last thing to remember. It's it's never never too late late to fly. fly.